Welcome to the Clear Cruise Podcast. My name is Andy Harmer. Thank you very much indeed for listening. Now in this episode of the podcast, I got the opportunity to chat to Ethna Williamson. A couple of years ago, she was made Vice President UK and Europe for Princess Cruises, one of the more popular cruise line brands in the UK. A growing fleet, new ships on the horizon and a big footprint in places like Alaska. Here's what she had to say. Ethna, thank you very much for talking to us. How are you? How's the year going? It's going great, thanks, Andy. It's uh, good to talk to you and to all of our CLIA members. Um, The year is going so well. Uh, We had a record-breaking 2023, and 2024 is proving to be even bigger and better, which is fabulous. Um, January ended up being our best booking month on record um, for both uh, revenue and guests. So really strong performance and a big thank you to all of our travel agents who've helped it become so. Yeah, and what what reasons sit behind that? There's obviously a lot of things going on. The UK cruise industry is doing very well, but why do you think you had your best month? So we've got a really strong offer out in the market um, and we've worked really hard to make sure that our travel agents were clear about what the upcoming campaign was and that we worked with them for the plans. So they've been instrumental in making sure that it's a real partnership. We then also have, of course, some, you know, the fabulous Sun Princess, uh, which will be debuting this year yeah. and Star Princess coming in 2025. So two new, wonderful, new class of ship. And there's also with Princess Cruises, there's just so much choice. So we go to so many different destinations. We've got, you know, 17 ships come 2025. So for whatever our travel agents guests are looking for, they know they're going to be able to to get the right option. And of course, then, you know, we deliver that princess difference. So it's that classic cruise experience, but with the real service and service from our amazing crew, but also delivered through the medallion, uh, which really just enables its technology that enables great service. So you get all the amenities of the large ship, but delivered in that service of of a smaller ship, which makes it really special. Can we, we'll come back to Medallion. We'll also come yes. back to Sun Princess because that's really exciting to see a new class of ship. Can we go back to your career? Because you've been in cruise for a very long time, but short time with Princess. So what were you doing pre-Princess? So I, yes, I joined Princess June 22. So, um, yeah, long? so it, it's, um, it's now, well, over 18 months now that I've been with Princess Cruises, but I joined the Carnival family in September 2014, so coming up on 10 years. And so before I joined Princess Cruises, I um, was looking after our crew in a people operations role. Um, And that was really key about making sure that we were looking after all of our crew. And what I loved was you got to really understand how cruising works um, and the importance of of all of that. So um, I worked with our, Carnival Support Services India. I was chair of that business. And what was great was they support all of the brands in the Carnival family. And so I got to really get to know a number of our colleagues across the family. Um, And before that, it was a planning role for shared services. And then uh, prior to that was where I started was P&O Cruises. Um, So I looked after the marketing communications for Pino Cruises. It was my my first start in the the cruise world. You've done a lot, a lot of like behind the scenes stuff. So so was that the biggest change coming to Princess? Do you think that kind of front front of house thing? 
It's been really interesting. I think coming to Princess has been a couple of things. If one, having that sort of uh, leading for the brand, so being the face of Princess for our guests, for our travel agents, for the media, um, and that's been really interesting, that transition, um, and making sure that I'm getting that social presence up yeah. and, and building you know, my name, but also through that, the importance mm. of Princess uh, within this market. Uh, but what I've loved as well is I have the joy of looking after commercial sales, marketing and guest services. So it really means that I can have that rounded view and make sure that we're doing the right things for our guests and the right things for our travel agents. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a great brand. For those who don't know Princess Cruises, there's probably not many people who don't, <laughs> but for those who don't know, and you mentioned it before about that kind of that princess difference, so can you give us the, the kind of summary of Princess yes. Cruises? Absolutely. Um, so what's really special is that classic cruise experience that's available across the whole of our fleet. And so whichever ship you go on, you're going to experience that princess difference. And it is, as I said about our incredible crew, really make you feel part of that family. But the medallion, which is amazing to be able to deliver a real personalized service. So some of the things, for instance, is as you approach your door, it will say, welcome Ethna and unlock your door for you. It's things like um, from a safety point and also a, your experience when you're in your cabin, you can do your safety briefing in the cabin and because you're wearing the medallion, it knows that you're there and you've had that briefing. So you don't need to go to a centralized briefing. You can order drinks on the move because the uh, great team on board will come and find you. You can also find uh, your loved ones and your, your, <laughs> if, you want to. if you wish to, you can track them down and know where they are. Um, I know for people who go on with their family that that is a yeah, brilliant bet. piece yeah. because they'll be able to give their kids a little bit more freedom because they can see where they are yeah. and they know that they're okay. So yeah. it, you know, but, and it's also, you know, arriving up to the restaurant and being greeted by name. And it's just that lovely personalized service that the medallion enables you to experience. And it must make a difference because that technology is incredible actually. And you don't really find it anywhere else. It, it is amazing. And it's across every single ship in the fleet. And what's special about our two new um, ships, both Sun Princess and Star Princess, is of course that the medallion, the ship was built with the medallion at the heart. Yeah. So uh, I think the experience is going to be even better on board those ships. Shall we talk about the new ships then? So Sun Princess is on her way, literally on her way. So she'll be, she'll be debuting this year. How is she different to your last class of ships? So she is an evolution rather than a revolution. And the reason we talk about evolution is to the point of that sun prince, that princess experience that yeah. you're going to get on board every ship, but really about taking it on that next stage. And some of the things, so I've been lucky enough to be on board Sun Princess twice um, while she's being built at the shipyard. Um, and there's some of the incredible things like the, the views that you're going to get on board. So you've got the dome, um, which is um, in view of the, you know, thinking of Santorini and the steps of Santorini, um, and it'll have a night and a day. So, you know, there'll be incredible shows at night with Cirque Eloise, but during the day, just an amazing opportunity to really enjoy that space and see those amazing views. 
but also on the aft of the ship. It's got incredible open air views and an opportunity to get more of the wake. Um, and even within the piazza, there's a sphere um, glass, yeah. um, which will really just enhance those views. She's our largest ship, both Sun Princess and Star Princess are our largest ships in the fleet. But what we've done is she's large, but she'll still have those intimate venues on board. Mm. And although she's large, she's still small enough the way that she's been built to be able to go through the Panama Canal, right. to be able to go to Alaska. So some really amazing engineering behind the ship. She sounds amazing. She, I'm so, so <laughs> excited about getting on board. And when's her first sailing and where will she be based this year? So she will start in the Mediterranean, have her first season in the Med. Um, she will be sailing out of Rome and Athens and Barcelona. Uh, the first sailing is planned for the 18th of February. Okay. Um, and uh, we're looking forward to getting our travel agents on board. So we've got lots of travel agents uh, planned for brilliant. in the first couple of sailings, but also what's brilliant is Sun Princess is going to come to, to Southampton before she goes back to the Caribbean. And we'll get an opportunity to bring even more people on board then. Brilliant. So the plan in her first season, we will have about 500 of our travel agents oh, wow. on board Sun Princess, which is amazing. Wow, it's nice to show off a new ship though. Isn't it must it? be a nice part of your job. It's wonderful. And it's, <laughs> it's that point of giving people the opportunity to experience yeah. firsthand, because that's what really brings it to life. Yeah, um, it and you know, our travel agents work really hard. So yeah. it's good to give them the opportunity. And then also they get to be able to talk about it firsthand with their guests. Uh, Star Princess is next. Will she be a sister, not a twin, or is she very similar, or have you not said yet? <laughs> so, sistership, um, and you know, it will be about building on all the amazing things with Sun yeah. Princess, and then I look forward to, to hearing what <laughs> else is in store right. as well. <laughs> now, you, you mentioned 17 ships in the fleet. That presumably means that you can go to lots of new and exciting yeah. destinations. So. Besides the UK, where, where are you headed? Or where are you looking forward to sending some of these guests? So key areas for us and for our, our guests within the UK probably is the Mediterranean. Mm. Um, and as I said, we'll have Sun Princess, but also Island Princess is sailing in the Med this year. And what's nice with Island Princess, she's maybe a smaller ship. She'll do the 10 night cruises and go to some other destinations. Yeah. Um, the Caribbean's really key, and we're seeing really good interest in the, in the Caribbean. But Alaska, for instance, I mean, we have seven ships in Alaska, wow. um, and we're celebrating 55 years um, this year sailing in Alaska. But also, of course, you know, Australia and Hawaii and, you know, Asia and Singapore. And, you know, so it is that point of all these incredible destinations yeah. and really looking at supporting our agents and our guests to, to go and explore the world on board a fabulous Princess Cruises ship. And you, and you have a big footprint in Alaska. It's clearly an important destination for you. Do you find you attract a lot of first-time cruisers to places like Alaska? So it's a bit of a, a, a mix. Um, I think, you know, sometimes we find first-time cruisers like to stay a bit closer to home and make right. sure that they, okay. you know, they enjoy cruising. Um, but we also, of course, have people who've maybe cruised with other cruise lines who then come and join Princess Cruises. So there, there's a little bit of, of a mix in that. And I think Alaska is on a number of people's uh, bucket list. Um, so, you know, as is places like Antarctica, and, yeah. you know, and that's something that I'm 
exploring myself to see if I can do in 2026. Oh, no, I, absolutely. It's on my list for yeah. sure. Um, you've mentioned travel agents a couple of times. This evening we're at a travel agent event. Are they still as key to Princess uh, today as they were maybe five, ten years ago? Absolutely. Um, hugely, hugely important to us. And, you know, we're working with sort of key strategic partners who've been there and working with us for a long time, and we continue to really partner with them. But we're also starting to work with more and more new um, travel agents or, you know, maybe also some travel agents that did a small amount of business, but we've been able to grow our sales team. We've brought in a couple of new roles, um, partnership and engagement roles. That means we can spend a bit more time with those travel agents that don't know us so well. Right. Um, and we're actually recruiting at the moment for another um, mm. partnership and engagement manager because we made such great uh, inroads this year with Charlotte and Andrew. So, yeah. uh, and that's really key for us. It's about growing um, our agent business and, and really making sure that they can see the benefits and the opportunities that come. You've got a great job title that includes UK and Europe. So how much time do you dedicate to the UK and how much is split across Europe? So yes, yeah, so my remit, <laughs> I've got Ireland, UK and mainland um, Europe. Uh, I, uh, coming from Ireland, I, what's <laughs> quite nice when I get to go and see our travel agents in Ireland, I also get to stay with my mum. <laughs> um, and uh, that's really nice, do a yeah. little bit of, of, of uh, personal as well as work, <laughs> which is always difficult always to get that good. balance. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, our, our, we work with uh, ISAs within, within Europe. So really, they are princess. They represent uh, us within their markets. Mm. They are the experts in those markets. But what we do is, is look at key opportunities to be able to go and visit them. And actually, we're bringing all of our ISAs on board Sun Princess in the coming weeks. And I right. will go and spend time with each of them um, yeah. and that's really key because that's the key time each year we get on board and then we look at the key plans that we're we're going to work through because presumably every market is slightly different and needs something slightly different it does and you know it's about understanding what those market needs are where their guests want to travel what you know makes it it important for them and and how we pull out the benefits of princess cruises for them yeah so 2024 has only just started. You've talked a bit about Sun Princess coming. Of course, it's not all about the new ship. So what are you most excited about for 24? Oh, gosh, building on the success that started with Wave. Um, you know, it's really brilliant to see Princess Cruises in every market's doing incredibly well. Um, but, you know, there's real faith and belief in the UK market. Um, in 2023, uh, John Padgett, our president, came over and we announced the name of Star Princess at an event, you know, That's in right, the UK. Yeah. And, and that was a, a sign and a recognition of the mm. growth and the importance of our business. So for me, it's about building that and building the story. We had a record year 22, a record year 23. I want to keep building those records. I want to show that we've got potential to really get more of our guests um, from the UK, from Europe, from Ireland, onto a Princess Cruises ship. That's quite a nice ambition. Yeah, <laughs> only a small one. Yeah, just small. Well, look, congratulations on your success so far. Uh, best wishes for Sun Princess. I'm sure she'll be amazing. And thanks for talking to us. Thank you so much. Good talking to you. And that's just about all we have time for in this episode. Thank you very much indeed for listening. And thank you to Ethna for being my special guest. Now you can listen to the whole back catalogue of podcasts 
via the clear website which is cruising.org and i'll be back very soon with our next episode thanks for listening enjoy your day